0: Welcome to EarthWise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley with a piece about April showers. I love rain, and I think rainy days are beautiful. I like to walk in the woods and listen to the rain tapping on the beech leaves that still cling to their branches, and smell the earth as the rain wakes it up. And later, back in my house, the drumming of the rain on the roof makes me feel cozy and content. It speaks to me and says, I am raining now, so nothing is expected of you at the moment. You can just relax and be your natural self. But I know that others may feel disappointed and annoyed when it rains, seeing rain as inconvenient and uncomfortable and rainy days as dismal and ugly. I think it is too bad to dismiss rain in this way and to be unable to appreciate the gift of a rainy day. We of the modern world have largely lost our sense of the healing and nourishing nature of rain, and we have certainly lost an understanding of its sacredness. Nowadays, we tend to understand rain in utilitarian and scientific terms. How many inches of rain have fallen? Will it cause flooding? Are crops and gardens getting enough? Will it knock down the forest fire danger level? Scientifically, rain is defined as the precipitation of water droplets with a diameter greater than 0.02 inches. When water droplets are smaller than this, it's called drizzle. Rain falls in concentrations of from 3 to 30 drops per cubic foot, the difference between light and heavy rain. Rain Raindrops form either when small water droplets collide and coalesce into raindrops or when snowflakes melt as they fall into warmer air near the ground. Ancient and indigenous peoples also had scientific and utilitarian perspectives on rain, gained from generations of observation and experience, but unlike us, they had a reverence for rain as a sacred thing that was yet another expression of the benevolence of the divine Creator. In classical times, rain was envisioned as the male sexual element that fertilized Mother Earth. Storm gods began to appear in classical mythology. They banged their hammers to make thunder, hurled their flashing lightning bolts, and became immortalized as sexual predators of goddesses and mortal women alike. But in prehistoric times, when the goddess was venerated as the divine creator, rain had a gentler and more nurturing quality. It was a heavenly blessing, an agent of purification, and a symbol of spirit lovingly touching the earth. Archaeological evidence from the old Europe Europe epoch illustrates that ancient peoples thought of the goddess as the source of life-giving rain. Rain was equated with her milk and appreciated as a divine source of nourishment. Innumerable figurines have been found that were painted with vertical, wavy, and zigzag lines, gently flowing down from the Mother Goddess's breasts, mouth, and eyes, depicting her as the benevolent dispenser of divine rain, the water of life. Now that April showers are upon us, we can experience the nourishing qualities of rain. We can feel the rain on our faces, inhale the freshness that rain brings, and reflect on how rain connects us to all other living beings and all other places because of how it is made. Moisture evaporates from the land and its plants, from oceans, lakes, and streams. It rises up into the sky and forms clouds, which can travel thousands and thousands of miles until it falls as rain upon the earth beneath. Imagine, we could be feeling the waters of the Pacific Ocean on our outstretched hands. Water from the Great Lakes or the Mississippi River could be pattering on our roofs and awakening our gardens. Water from a geyser at Yellowstone could now be filling puddles in our driveways. I hope you can get out in April showers and experience the miracle of rain. Blessed be. You've been listening to EarthWise, reflections on earth-based spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley.